0: sports talk mississippi's brian haydad along with robbie falk from 24 7 sports give you an inside look at the bulldogs on the field the court and the diamond now get ready for thunder and lightning this is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our service men and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with Strange Brew Coffeehouse. Or, you know, if it's in the middle of the afternoon you want a little pick-me-up, a great place to go as well. Or, if you want a real pick-me-up, I'm going to give you the secret. Go over to Turning Spoon and get you a sea turtle milkshake, and then you can thank me later. Ooh, that sounds delicious! chocolate and salted caramel milkshake. I mean, I bet Starbucks doesn't have that. A Starbucks does have that. It's called crap. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just, it's a big <laughs> cup full of burnt crap. <laughs> it smells like a used diaper filled with Indian food. You know, something like that. It smells like big. No, no. Nah, 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 nah. Your mom's listening. <laughs> Don't waste your time across the street over there at the national chain that's been screwing people over since day one. Talking to you, Mike Leach, Coach Leach. What are we doing with our lives here? Somebody get him some strange brew coffee. I'm going to make that happen. Some, gonna somebody's pres- got. I'm going to come to a press conference. I'm, I'm going I'm to text Mike and be like, "How do you take your coffee?" And then I'm going to go to strange brew and be like, "I need a coffee." And I'm going to bring it. I'm going to come to a press conference and be like, "Here." Just stop with the Starbucks. I bet they spell his name incorrectly. Yeah, he's like... Uh, it's like Mike L-E-E-C-H. Double E's, yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So, Strange Brew House. Never misspell your name. All right. Uh, College Corner. That's the place to shop when you're looking for maroon and white merchandise. I don't know if it would have this vintage Rick's Rowdy shirt. That, uh, that Robbie Falk is wearing right this second. though That is that that is very sweet. 2004. 2004 SEC Road Warriors. That's yes. what I'm talking about. Very nice, Robbie. Uh, but they would have other things of that nature. The biggest and best selection of maroon and white merchandise you're going to find in central Mississippi. That's at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flow by the Half Shell, where you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Calm. <clears throat> Humble taco is looking forward to serving you next time you're in Starkville. And if you're already in Starkville, if you live here, well, make sure that tacos are part of your e- everyday balanced diet. You know, you remember the food pyramid? You know, you got your proteins and your carbs. And, and I think at the very base, the solid foundation of a good day's meal is tacos. And you can get the best ones at Humble taco. Great place to go. Weather's nice. Sit out on the patio, have a drink, have some chips and salsa, and have some tacos that you're not gonna find anywhere else. It's Mexican Fair with Mississippi Roots at Humble Taco. We're gonna talk about some keys to victory today. We're gonna talk about Mississippi State's wow, one big negative Mississippi State has. We'll start let's, let's start with the negative. Let's finish the show positive. That they play walk-ons. <laughs> Why? <laughs> why has it, it got to be this way? Uh, no, no, that's not, that's, that's not it. Uh, we talked a little bit about this, that this team, when they make mistakes, there's, there's not any give up. There's not any play with your head down. There's not any moping, right? They fight back. They stay in the game. They do what they have to do. What they can't do, Robbie, is overcome mistakes. And it's pretty evident if you look at the four games they've played this year. Unless it's against La Tech. Well, that's what I was going to say. Even in that game, they had to come back from 20 down. And even then, they had to block a field goal at the end to make sure they got the win. It was it was not an easy stretch. Yeah. Uh, but against Memphis and against LSU, too many mistakes and unable to overcome them. They played clean football against North Carolina State. Not only did they win, they won easily. The game was really never in doubt at any point. And that's a uh, good team. That's Yeah. They may win the ACC. Yeah, you know that's going to be a hell of a thing when we're looking at the playoff uh, brackets in a few weeks, and and North Carolina State is there, and they have one loss, and it's to Mississippi State. So what I gather from that, and you know, four games is the only sample size I can work with, but in in a game where Mississippi State makes mistakes, if they make a first half turnover, if they have a special teams mistake. In reality, even you know, if you look at it at a micro level, if they get into second and twelve, second and thirteen, it's it's incredibly difficult for them to get anything out of it. So my question to you, I guess, is this: Is it a mental thing, or is it just a? I don't think it's a talent thing. So is it mental? Is it talent? Why can't this team seem to overcome its mistakes?
1: a uh, lack of inconsistency is what i always say about this team right now they're just they're lacking that
0: on both sides of the ball they don't have consistency
1: i mean the 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 defense even you look at the game against lsu almost half of the yards that 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 defense gave up against lsu was in three plays yeah on those three touchdowns did you write
0: about that today some somebody wrote about that
1: i did not okay um but that's just looking at the stat sheet you look at those three touchdowns Big touchdown pass to Kayshawn Butte. Big touchdown pass to uh, the tight end. I forget his name. And then it was. Uh, Taylor. Cole Taylor. Cole Taylor. And then the other big uh, touchdown. Yeah. Those three plays were the ball game for Mississippi State, despite the fact that they were so inconsistent on offense. If they put all those things together, if you're not giving up those big plays against LSU, if you're not going five straight possessions or whatever. Without scoring points, if you're not turning the ball over and giving LSU good field position, you win that game going away against mm-hmm. LSU. I mean, yeah. you lost the game by three points with all those three thing, all those things considered, mm-hmm. on three phases of the game. Yeah, they have not played a complete game in three phases yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had some good showings on on both sides of the ball, yeah. even on special teams. Tulu Griffin's had some big returns on special teams. They've had some big kicks. Will Rogers has has had some big games. Defense has had um you know some shutout performances like against NC State. But they haven't put it all together. And that's that's where Mississippi State is right now. Having consistency, doing the little things right, not jumping over the shield on the punt, uh, you know, finding an open receiver, staying with your guy, keeping your eyes where they need to be defensively, staying in your gaps. Those things are Crucial for Mississippi State to have success, and I don't even think they have to be perfect to do it. They've lost two games by combined five points. I don't think they have to be perfect. I think they just have to do it on a more consistent basis. Do it throughout four quarters. You might have one possession where you turn the ball over. That's fine. This offense can survive with turnovers. They're not. It's not going to be based on you know if you turn the ball over, the ball game's over. Uh, you can take chances, you, you can make mistakes, you just can't do it for a long period of time and expect to have a, a win whenever you finish that ball game. So for Mississippi State to, to take that step forward and to beat a team like Texas A&M, they've just got to be able to be consistent for four quarters. Don't have two straight quarters where you're just dead in the water.
0: And you mentioned something that's true. Even in the win over North Carolina State, they, they weren't consistent. Mm-hmm. You know they had a long spell without being able to uh, to move the football.
1: I mean, they didn't score offensively until like one minute left in the second quarter.
0: Right, right. And defensively, they get, they. I hate to Kellenberger it, but North Carolina State had some opportunities for big plays. I guess is what, what I would say. They had they missed some open receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so so you're not wrong, uh, and that and that's a good point. You know. And Leach talks about consistency a lot when you talk to him at uh, his press conferences. Um, is consistency something that just comes with more repetition? Is that's, Because it goes back to what we were talking about on Monday about correctable mistakes, right? That feels like what you're describing, that as you, the season goes along, you should get better and should get more consistent.
1: Yeah, and I thought we saw that last year. They were just so young and didn't have any experience whatsoever, and the depth was not there for Mississippi State. But I thought they got better. And this team is—I hate to keep, you know, banging that drum. This team's young because they played so many games at this point. But but they still are in year the one and a half. Mm -hmm. You know that they haven't even completed two years yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is—it is a repetitions thing. It is a—it is an experience thing. The more you do it, the better you're going to be at. That's at anything in life, for the most part. (sighs) Don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> Music, sports, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. The more you, the more you do things, the the more time you spend working at your craft, the better you're going to be at it. And I think that is going to come with time. And I don't think this is going to be a constant
0: with Mike Leach's offenses. So let me ask you this: you, you, what, what you're saying is this? You think that with time and with with, with more games, they'll st- they make they'll make fewer mistakes. Yes, which is which is a fair that's a fair assessment. My question would be when they still do make mistakes because nobody plays perfectly, are they going to be able to overcome those mistakes down the road well, I think with with the
1: the more time that you have in this offense and and all that you get kind of used to those mistakes, you can get past them mm-hmm. um, you know even as you know as a young guy right now, you make a mistake and you think this that's the ball game, a lot of guys have that. Have that mindset. I mean, Will Rogers right now, we've talked about how he's working hard not to make a mistake mm-hmm. instead of working to make a play. Mm-hmm. I think in time you're going to see him evolve a little bit and get a little more comfortable in the offense and say, you know, I can throw an interception right here and come back the next possession and, and, and get a touchdown. I think you're going to start to see him take a few more chances. I thought we saw that on, on Saturday like against LSU. He took some chances. He threw some, threw in some tight coverage. His receivers cost him. Yeah, receivers dropped a few passes. He threw an interception, but he was taking chances mm-hmm. um, and, and throwing outside the numbers. He was throwing sideline to sideline instead of you know the little dump off passes and things like that. I, mm-hmm. I thought that he started to evolve a little bit there. Now he still is not throwing it downfield a whole lot, mm-hmm. but I do think that's going to come eventually for him. And I think once you start, once you start seeing that you can have success downfield. Mm-hmm the more and more you're going to start to see those passes go down.
0: That's a good point. I, I do believe that. I think that if we could go back to Saturday and that, that the throw to Wally is the one that stands out to me, where he catches him in the seam, he's open, he's going to catch the ball and at least get 10, 12 more yards running. If you catch that ball and make that play, Rodgers has the confidence to throw it again. Yeah. But he drops it and he's like, I think that Rodgers – I'm speculating here because I haven't asked him. But I think Rodgers in his mind, might be like, "What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Was that not a good enough throw? What happened there? All right, I'll, I'll play it safe." So State needs to. Con- I get the feeling that if State in this particular game, especially against this defense, which is good, it's a good defense State's playing on on Saturday, if they could hit a couple of big plays early, it could be it could be something that really gets things clicking for Mississippi State, and and, and I think A and M. It's sort of in the same spot where LSU was a week ago in that they're wobbly a little bit. And last week, instead of you know, coming out and not delivering the knockout blow, State threw them, it threw them a life preserver. They turned the ball over on the first possession. I think if State, you know, State's driving on that, on that possession, if they score at 7-0, I think LSU, I don't know if they would have folded up, but I think, that they would have, I think it would have been a long road to come back for them. I think A&M is in that same spot especially with the way they've played offensively the past few weeks, they know, hey, if we're 7 nothing down, 10 nothing down, you know, they've only scored 10 points in the two Power 5 games they've played this year. 10 points against Colorado, who's not good, and 10 points against Arkansas, who just physically manhandled them. So this is a team mentally, I don't know where they are right now in Texas A&M. If Mississippi State can just play clean football, they have a fantastic chance to walk out of College Station with a win this weekend.
1: And A and M came into the season thinking, "Oh yeah, if we, we can be in the playoff." And now you have a loss already to start SEC play. Yeah,
0: you get, you're getting Alabama at home, and you're yeah. like, "Okay, this is the year." I mean, and it's
1: it, not. I mean, you've already lost the game, so now you've been punched in the mouth, and you're like, you said, you're a little wobbly. You you don't maybe right now you're you're vulnerable, and for Mississippi State, you got to be able to take advantage of that. Now, they could be playing with their backs against the wall and that's a different kind of mindset i don't know what mindset that team has right now but I do know that in 2014 when Mississippi State realized that it wasn't in the playoffs it wasn't going to make the playoffs mm-hmm. they played that old miss game much differently yeah so at a lot of times when you have that goal in mind and it gets stripped away from you mm-hmm. you know it's, especially you early play a lot in different the season.
0: yeah you know it's one thing like that was that was the uh, the 10th game of the year where they played Alabama. And, right. you know, but this is game three, or game four, or five, or whatever, and you know that it's over. Because you know you're not going to beat Alabama. And so that's going to be two losses. And you look at Ole Miss, so they're obviously very good uh, if you're A&M. You know, you, you, you've got tough games. You've lost your quarterback. You've lost your quarterback, yeah. yeah. Mentally, no, they, they, they really don't have um,
1: an identity on the offense right now. I don't really know what what they are, and I, I mean, I thought that as as average at times as as Kellen Mond looked,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was still a, f- a fourth a year leader. quarterback. Yeah, and I thought I'd that seen it all. I was still a little skeptical of of a And M's offense because of that. Yeah. I know they had talent coming in, mm-hmm. but you can't take away the experience that you had a quarterback, and now that's gone. Yeah, Uh and now. The starter that was by, that was taking over is gone. Yeah. So I mean, you're, you've dipped into your second team guy. Yeah. But back to your point about you know Mississippi State's offense, I think back last week there were so many plays to be made, and that's why I keep saying this offense. People are down on this offense. I really think that they're the.
0: It's not a scheme issue.
1: No, there there are plays to be made. I mean, go back to the play to Wally drop pass. Mm-hmm. The play to. Jameer Calvin Downfield drop pass, mm-hmm. the interception. Just, just over
0: the interception. Calvin's wide open. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just a bad read by, by Will Rogers.
1: If he makes a really good throw to Malik Heath, on the, he was open in the end zone mm-hmm. on that fade. That mm-hmm. they ended up. I think they missed the a field, field goal. goal. That's that's a that was a huge swing right there. Yeah. The the incompletion to Christian Ford where he caught it on the sideline. Yeah. If that if that's not, I mean, I think he overthrew him just a little bit. Yeah. And took him out of bounds. Yeah. I mean, that's four plays for probably well, so we, 100 yards right there.
0: Yeah, we said that on, on Monday. show that, I mean, on, on every side of the ball, offense, defense, and even special teams, there are plays that, and you said it just a few minutes ago, that I can just take one of them, and State probably wins. And that's sort of what like we said earlier. That's the sign of the good-bad team, yeah. where they're good enough to put themselves in positions to win. You know, State was in position to make these plays, but they didn't make the play. Yeah. If they had done that... It's probably a, a totally different ball game
1: and as we said, the difference between you know good teams and bad teams is making those plays being able to make those plays that win you ball games because losing games it doesn't matter how you look in the game it doesn't matter how many points you put up if you lost the game you lost and uh, you know that's the difference between you know winning and losing is making those plays that matter and right now state's not making them.
0: What's more important? And this may sound like a, a dumb question, but I, I I I there's a point to it. Stopping the, the mistakes or being able to overcome them. That's a good question. I, I think
1: that it. I think the answer is being able to overcome them because right, you're going it? Because, to make mistakes. Yeah, because you don't want your team to have a mindset that you know that defeatist mindset that if something goes wrong you you can't overcome it. Right. Um now they they do need to to stop those mistakes but you're not going to stop mistakes those are going to come in football the ball bounces too strangely mm-hmm. uh in the sport and you never know what's going to happen so mistakes are going to to happen can you get past them and go make a play that that makes up for it because if you're making two more plays to defeat that one play then then you're pushing forward mm-hmm if you're just if you're not making a play or if you're making just one play then you're just right back where you were yeah. you got to make two more plays to overcome what you just did yeah. uh, so if they can figure that out and limit the i mean they they need to do both they need to be able right. to limit their mistakes too right. they're making too many right now yeah if they can figure that out then they're in business i mean you're you're talking about there there's such a huge difference really there's a huge difference in 1 and 3 mm-hmm. and 4-0 and right now for Mississippi state yeah. There's a huge difference, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, not a not a very small one.
0: That, I mean, it's it's there's a small difference between three and one and two and two. Yes, but there's a big difference between one and three and four and zero. Oh. And that's on
1: that's on several mistakes that they've made. Yeah, no doubt. No. But at the same time, you look at it if you just if you play a clean game, you're four and zero oh right now, and that's really frustrating for Mississippi State fans. But at the same time, it should be. Something that is that makes you optimistic about where this program's headed. That's why I said after the LSU game, I actually felt better about this team than I did going in. Right, and I don't think LSU's a great team, but
0: yeah, no. Well, I mean, it's, it was two bad teams playing each other, and the the team that made more mistakes lost. Yeah, and pretty simple. All right, let's move on into the second half of the show here. That's brought to you by. You know, we're trying to keep it over thirty minutes. We don't want people getting mad at us, Robbie. Uh, That's
1: the first time I've heard somebody complain about it being too long. Well, we had somebody complain about
0: it being too long the other day, so we can't make people happy. I don't, I don't. What is the good? What is the? What is a good time? So here's what I've always said. I mean, we're, I guess we'll we'll get into the ad break in a second. Here's what I've always said: a good podcast sh- should end when you're starting to ramble. Yes. All right. Once we're once we're done, like making points, and it's more like, oh well, you know, <laughs> hey. You know what I'm talking about. It's time to stop. Yeah. You know, I'm not on a hard count here. I'm not on a, you know, I don't have to fill a certain amount of time. And so. I, I would have, I would have liked to have had a
1: longer national championship show, mm-hmm. but it was just me and you talking and we kind of made every point what were we
0: possible. Talk? Did, 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 did we like say, Hey, this is taking too long on that show or something?
1: No, we just talked until we were done. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, it was,
0: whatever.
1: it was like 11 o'clock at but, night.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm like, i like to go to bed at some point. Uh, anyway. But you didn't that night, to be honest. I did. I went I, After the show, I went to Waffle House, got something to eat, and then I went home and went to bed. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. want to thank Welcome Home Beef. A little different ad here today because this is their last day with us here on uh, Thunder and Lightning. They have been a fantastic sponsor. I have enjoyed getting to know the Sanders uh, family. And I uh, want you to continue to support them. Uh, their products will be available at a lot of markets, places in North Mississippi. Uh, and, and wherever, you know, if, you're, if your local grocery store, like I always say, if it isn't carrying Welcome Home Beef, if you want to get these products that I've been talking about for the past year or so on your grocery store shelves, call your local grocer and call Welcome Home Beef. Uh, today, that number is 662-268-8148 want to thank them again for being a great sponsor here on Thunder and Lightning. We will miss them, uh, but we will continue to support them uh, every way we can. Welcome home, Beef. It just tastes good. And with that being said, guys, if you're a local business or any business here in the state of Mississippi and you're interested in doing business with me and Robbie and having us uh, talk about your products and your services on our podcast, we have a spot open right now. Uh, Please reach out to me at uh, heydad at supertalk.fm. And I'll be happy to to talk with you, and uh, we'll be see if we can find a rate and uh, bring your bring your business uh, some some publicity thanks to our podcast. And we will put you in a steel cage match. Steel cage? Yeah. With who? War games. War, with who? What? What happened? Well, we have people that are going to be fighting. On oh, the spot. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So okay. somebody's going to have to come out. I thought out. you meant like we were going to. Okay, we've got you. You're, you're on. And now you have a steel cage match <laughs> <laughs> against each other. Against each other. Yeah. Yeah. Two men in war one. games. Two men enter, one man leave. That's right. So, hey, Dad at supertalk.fm. FM. Uh, don't forget, two brothers can handle your tailgating if you want to be the envy of the Junction. Put together a Two Brothers Smoked Meats tailgate. Email them at twobrothersstartable at gmail.com on any uh, time the Wednesday before game week. So that would be what? The game against Alabama is the 16th. You need to email them by the 13th, I guess. And they can put together a fantastic uh, selection for you. And, of course, if you just want to go to Two Brothers, well, you can't go wrong with that decision either. Right there in the heart of the Cotton District, Smoked Southern Soul Food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Excuse me. Advantage Business Systems wants to take care of you, and they've got a two-pronged plan to do it. They've got a plan of uh, of attack and a plan for defense, just like Mike Leach and Zach Arnett. The offense is this: they're going to offer you an incredible selection of technological uh, products, everything a business needs from a from that stand, standpoint. Uh, copiers, printers. Uh, software for the computers, the computers themselves, whatever it is you're looking for, they've got you covered at Advantage Business Systems. And then every sale is backed up. Here's the defense. Backed up with the kind of customer service you would expect to get if you were doing business with your next-door neighbor. And that's really what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your neighbor. They are a Mississippi business first and foremost, and they are here to serve you. Call them today and put them to work for you. The number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com find out how advantage business systems will help your business do business. Is it really just as simple as playing clean? Is that the key? You know, can you can you sort of put everything underneath that and say if you can avoid turnovers, if you can avoid untimely penalties and if you can avoid negative plays, you'll win easily this week? Yeah.
1: This week I think so. I think they I, I you know, I think the defense is good enough that they should be able to limit a and m offensively, and that means they're going to be in the ball game. you know last year we talked about it. They didn't light up the scoreboard against Mississippi state last year; state just couldn't do anything on offense, and you know so that 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 gives me hope for Mississippi State that they're going to be able to stay in this ball game for four quarters now it's on the road, and you know things can get away from you quick there. But if like you said, if if state plays clean, if they're not turning the ball over, if they're not making a ton of mistakes, they should be able to win this ballgame. Mm-hmm. I a mean, I, and M is more talented than Mississippi State, but I don't think it's to the point where State is is going to be just overpowered in this game. And L S U had a roster ranked in the top five. Uh, and State was was very much in that ballgame. So I, I don't think talent is gonna keep Mississippi State from competing in this ball game. They just have to play a clean game, like you said. I mean, that's that's basically what it boils down to. It's, it's Mississippi State. It's not anybody else right now that that's hurting them. It's not It's not really the other team is just better than Mississippi State. It's states giving them opportunities to make plays. And I look at the schedule, and, I mean, Alabama is really the only team that I look at and say that, that states should just be overpowered, overmatched in this game. Mm-hmm. You know? The the schedule is is not so you, to the point. Like they don't have a Georgia on there, right?
0: Either. Do you think State can play the way it's played offensively the last two games, and if they eliminate the turnovers, and and win this this game? Yes, I think the answer is yes. Yes, they the LSU defense was not bad.
1: The LSU defense was actually pretty good. They have one of the best pass rush rushes in the country. I know they were missing Stingley, and I know they've they've given up some big plays this year. But I thought State handled that defense pretty well. It was just, they were missing plays out there. They were dropping passes. They were missing guys downfield. They were turning the ball over. You don't do that in this game, and you're going to score some points. So, you know, I just look at this game on paper, and I think that, that State has a good shot in it. It's just what are we going to see from Mississippi State? I, it's hard to pick for them to be have success because that you ha, you just yeah. haven't seen it you consistently.
0: Have, you have to look at each, and we talk about this all the time. That each game is its own season, right? Each week is its own season, and you just sort of have to look at it. And and, but at the same time, you can take the trends. And A and I mean, as bad as State's been offensively, A and M has been worse. Yes. um defensively I think am is better than Mississippi state they are uh and then of course it's on the road you know there's a lot of factors working against state in this game but there's a lot of factors working for them um that's why the line is dropping you know it was it's gone from nine and a half to seven and a half the last I checked because people are, are seeing what we're seeing um so I think state can if they can play a clean game can win this game and I think honestly they could maybe win it something like 28 to 17, or something like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, what think, has happened to you? Think about these last two weeks, right? They had 29 and 25 with the mistakes. So I think if you clean them up, you're probably talking about 35 you know, to 40 points. And I, th- I think AM's defense is obviously much better than Memphis's and probably better than LSU's. So, I mean, 28 seems, that feels like that's the winning number. Now, if, if they, they score 28, mis- I, they're winning the game.
1: I feel pretty good about that if they but, score that much. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't think they de- defensively I would be concerned yeah. about that. But if they make mistakes and that number goes from 28 to 20, well, then it's probably going to be difficult to win.
1: Yeah. Unless the defense comes out and it's not giving up big plays and they're being, you know. This
0: feels like another week where a, maybe not Tulu Griffin, but points need to come from places other than the offense. Yes. This is where a pick six, a defensive touchdown of some kind. Well, special teams a has got way. to be
1: good. Special teams has got to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a place where you can't make mistakes. You just you've got to be able to hold serve or be better in special teams yeah. in games like this. I mean it, that when you make mistakes in special teams, it usually comes back to haunt you. No, miss agree. field goals, miss extra points, fumbles, yeah. things like that.
0: Yeah, even turnovers on downs. Yeah, I mean, state needs to. If they're giving the ball back to to a And M, it needs to be via the punt, all right. And which which needs to be better as well. Yeah. So a lot, a lot had. This is a this is the truth. For a state to win any game this year, a lot has to go right for them. They can't. And it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. They can't afford mistakes. We'll see if they can avoid them uh, this weekend against Texas a And M. Uh, all right. Tomorrow's show three P's. Uh, we'll preview uh, Mississippi State-Texas A&M. We'll give our playmakers and we'll give our predictions for that game. Uh, just a schedule for, for next week just to give you guys an idea of what's going on. Uh, I, so I'm going to be out of town after uh, Tuesday. Uh, so we will do our recap show on uh, on Sunday night or Sunday su- afternoon. Sunday afternoon, you know, if everything works out. Well, Robbie's coming over to the house for, for a little cookout. We could just go right after the game. That's true. We could just get it done right then if, we could know, do if that. Mississippi State will comply with us. Uh, and then we will have our show on Monday. Uh, so we'll have our show on Tuesday where we'll recap Mike Leach's press conference and we'll make our SEC picks. And then after that next week, that's it. Uh, no shows Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, then Robbie's actually going to be out of town on uh, Sunday, Monday of the following Saturday, week. Sunday, Monday. Right. right. Taking taking Big Daddy to Steel City for uh, Steelers. Who are they playing? Broncos. Ooh. Let's hope. Let's, let's, hope. let's I, hope they can make I, me I am happy for I, once. I want. I, well, I, you know, it wouldn't be right for the one, the first time trip for you guys not to get the win. So I don't have any rooting interest in that game, but I will be uh, waving a terrible towel for Big Daddy.
1: I don't have any confidence in that game.
0: Well, you know, that's that's sort of how you roll, though. So don't feel bad about it. Uh, I I'll either go it alone or maybe a surprise guest host. We'll see what happens. Uh, as long as it's not Brandon Walker. No, I'm not now.
1: No, not him. So. He's got too many shows as it is. Apparently. He doesn't have any time. Apparently. So we'll
0: figure it out. Alright, guys, have a great uh, Thursday. Back with you on Friday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.